Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Murder Blows. Um, are you ready to have your mind blown? Are you ready to have your dreams um, interpreted by the Google stars and by our very own um, dream interpreter, Violet? Dreams with Violet. Now, this is Murder Blows, and this is not a normal type of episode, but we were feeling frisky. So today we've got a couple of uh, dreams sent in by some lovely listeners because we asked for them and Violet is going to interpret them and then we're going to interpret her dream and we're, it's a race and we're going to see who does the best job so hang out with us laugh with us cry with us it's gonna it's gonna be a great time my, my name's Maisie and I'm here with my lovely co-host Cody Sasha and dreams with Violet then please enjoy this episode. Roll that intro music. what we like at the beginning of this that works you like it because this is gonna be a silly episode anyway yeah. hi welcome to the silly episode this we is are a- recording <laughs> <laughs> this one's silly we need um, a break yeah so you might have heard our last episode and it was a very important conversation and i'm very glad that it happened even though we were all immensely stressed and um still so like still stressed it's the same night surprise we're double recording uh (laughs) and we just kind of ended it as we ended the conversation we normally do like what we like or like some type of advice and violet made a great point it just didn't feel right to try to wrap it back around and you know, maybe we should just leave it as what it was. Anyway, that's what happened. So we're going to kick off this episode, this silly episode of Murder Blows with what we like. Because for us, it's the same day. So we're sorry about your last week of depression. But it's important. It needed to be talked about. And it needs it to is. be in the attention. And yeah, it's People just... People need to be better. And... <laughs> have just punishments oh yes anyway that's that's so why we're here today um Uh. so what i really like this past week is just a tv show that a co-worker told me about and we've watched maybe like four seasons in an ungodly amount of time by ungodly you mean short what do you mean? Like a short, yeah. Ungodly means like super long. No. Ungodly amount of time to be watching a TV show. We've been watching Letterkenny. Does anybody, has anybody ever watched it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, of course Violet's watched it. It's like the Canadian Hick Blue Mountain State. <laughs> that is quite a uh, description for it. Yeah, I haven't seen the whole show. I've just seen clips. But back in the day, all my like dude bro friends not they probably maybe still listen to this i don't know but they were really into it and i was like i'll get into it later after it's not relevant so i'm on my way sounds like the most violent thing (laughs) i just i just get like annoyed when people talk at me about things so i'm like ah whatever and then like four years later i'm like have you guys ever seen this show and they're like yeah like 10 years ago violet 
Yeah, that's how I feel about this because everybody I've talked to is like, yeah, it's hilarious. We all know that. There's but a uh, cosplayer on Instagram that cosplays from it. Her name's no. uh, Deadlock D. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> I'm gonna go look her, look her up right now. But it's so hilarious. It's all, it, it's all in Canada. They're all Canadian actors, I think, for the most part. But I have to Google like 80% of what they're saying. We watch it with subtitles on because I don't know what the hell they're talking about. And it's glorious. Love it. 10 out of 10. It's on Hulu. Who was that cosplayer? Deadlock D. With underscores in between Deadlock and D. Oh, shit. I love it. That's what I like this week. That's what I like last week, too. Um, I know what I like. That's right. That's right. Even after... <laughs> I do like Audible, but uh, I'll be doing things with no airtime. <laughs> yeah, um, and still Audible begins to recognize that um, I've listened to like five days worth of books in a couple months. I will not recognize them. Just kidding. Um, no, what I like this week is that summer is almost fucking over, and I know this because Target leaked their Halloween collection on their website. And as a shout out to a great new podcast called Nature is Wild, um, where they talk about carnivorous plants, this year looks like it's all going to be like, like Venus fly trapped. Like there's a lot of like uh, cool terrarium. Oh, Sasha, there's already a fucking like unicorn skull with a glowing horn. Like I am so yes. ready for this year's. I Halloween Google. collection at Target. I Google this and, so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just so ready for summer to be over because let me tell you, I'm going to go ahead and plug them right here because I absolutely have to because it ties in with what I like because I hate summer and I hate heat rash. And do you know what I get literally everywhere? Heat rash. My boobs look like there's fire and acne painted on them it's disgusting and the only thing that keeps it back is the sweet and salty scrub i don't know why it works it does like wait is heat rash like little bumps by yes but everywhere and it itches like the dickens and like like it'll just flare up like red god it's my arms are really tan from being in the sun but after i come in like my arms will get itchy and i'll have bumps on them that sounds like heat rash, but I really only get them in places where I sweat, which is my armpits under my boobs, um, my hips, in between my thighs, in my ass crack, uh, on my neck. <laughs> Murder you get Blows is not a medical professional. <laughs> but, um, so what I like is that this hell is about to be over. Despite climate change, I'm still stuck on it. Um, Sorry. But yeah, and Halloween is about to come to fruition halloween oh season gosh, it, it starts in like august cutest. i love summer yeah. and i hate fall because it means that <laughs> it just means that i'm gonna be so busy that i'm not gonna have time oh. to think or relax Uh-oh. and yeah. so that's all but i'll be happy for you thank you like i've already put in time for my vacation they're like, like really you're like the only person here in your department you're gonna take off that long and i was like oh yeah good fuck you yeah halloween is like all all i look forward to i just love fall and i love the smell of cinnamon 
everywhere. And right now, I have a summer cold, so I can't smell anything except for my own heat rash. Yeah, it's actually the worst. Summer colds I are love. the worst. <laughs> I love oh my Halloween. The skeleton unicorns only six dollars. There's three of them, so brace yourselves. There's like a big oh. one, just the skull with the glowing horn. Anyways, yeah. I want to see so. this stuff. Oh. It's on their site. It just says coming soon. Girls. Oh, I so can it's, been, it's been almost a year already since we got together. <gasps> oh. Shut up. Wow. Yeah. Damn. We danced in the rain, and I made you guys do a blood pact, but you were all too drunk and hide it. No, I'm just kidding. Also, blood is a no. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't think Sasha would have let us do it. <laughs> <laughs> so Am I, I wrong? We need to do something again if we can. If we can't, that's okay. But I don't think Maisie's making it back to this side of the country until Christmas. Christmas? It, it'll be around Christmas. That's correct. Which will be no, the I only thing I look like, forward for Christmas. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll try to figure out something. Wait, what did you guys look up for this collection? I just I just went to Target.com and clicked Halloween. Oh, I guess I'm in the right area. Should I pre-order this skull? <laughs> it's um, eighteen dollars. Since it's what I like this week, yes. <laughs> yes. You're just gonna be like, why is why are you buying Halloween stuff? Violet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see the hanging bat in the cage? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I already got a place picked out. <laughs> it's I don't know what I'm going to do with all my terrariums, but <laughs> all my Halloween-themed terrariums. Um, It'll go with my big uh, piranha plant I have in the living room. Ew, I hate the skull. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Cody, what do you like this week? I like food. I try not to like food, but I like Zappos potato chips that I've been eating. And I like, um, I like, um, listening to podcasts. That's not about it. 36 children. What? Not teaching, not teaching 36 children. Um, art. Um, even though it was fulfilling. It was very fulfilling, but it was exhausting. And if you are a teacher, you do not make enough money to take care of other people's kids. So just bless your heart and bless you. I like teachers. Well, now I'm pissed because I was also going to say food was my favorite thing. <laughs> hey, if it makes you feel any better, food was almost my favorite thing. No, this Aww. is what happened. So the 4th of July week here is asinine. And I re I ran out of groceries at like the beginning of that week. And I refused to go to the grocery store and buy like full out groceries because it's just there's no way. So I would go to the grocery store and grab like a case of Dr. Pepper, a case of water, some eggs. And just kind of deal with what I had. So today, after being at home for since before the 4th of July with no food, I was like, I need a sandwich from Publix and cake from Publix and potato chips from Publix. And I went and got it all and it was amazing. But I was like hangry by the time I got it all. But now I'm just so happy. Sorry, my phone keeps going off. It's uh, fine. Some of that was me. Sorry. <laughs> It's us. <laughs> Sasha, why do you like food? Um, I just really like 
that it brings like a community together and like I can go out to eat with my friends and like food is a good thing for your body and it helps you and tastes good. That's it. Yeah, we've been doing the um the Ghibli week at a local ramen shop in Izakaya and I have no complaints about any of it. Except for the last one, I totally Eric and I managed to sneak in and grab it very last minute, like late Sunday night. Um, I forgot a lactate prior to there was so much cheese fucking stuff. cheese in it. Yeah, I literally just like dipped all my cabbage in it, but nice cheese. Um, the bowl this week is pretty good. Tight. I'm pretty I mean, good. I mean, it's fucking good, but we're going Friday. All right, everybody. In case you don't know what we're here for. <laughs> it's not murder this week. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. We did an episode that was... What was that episode even on? So we're doing... How many dreams do we have? Do we have enough for an episode? Three. Three dreams. Do you guys have any new dreams you want to tell me about? Okay, so I was telling, starting to tell this story before we started recording... Um, instead of doing my work today, because my boss was out of the office, I pretty much like Googled how to interpret dreams all day. Oh, I love it. I love your dedication. For like hours. I was just like, well, I better prepare since I didn't have to prepare my case this week, um, which I actually do have ready, but um, I couldn't talk this morning, so I wasn't sure how that was going to go. But yeah, I'm so ready. Also, to all the therapists that say the number one rule to interpreting dreams is don't go to a dream interpreter. You're wrong. I'm here for you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, they, they probably mean don't go to a scam artist. Well, they were like, the number one thing you need to know about your dreams is they're tailored to you and nobody else. So don't rely on a person that doesn't know you. And I was like, okay, fair, but gonna do it anyways uh, <laughs> don't listen be, to them keep sending us your dreams to be fair the dreams we have today you know the people so that's true which yeah. if you would like to leave us some money in the tip jar <laughs> and our, our commune you can leave anytime you want our okay Are all right so before we get dreams? into strangers dreams not stranger dreams um do you guys have any dreams <laughs> I have not had any dreams. I just, I dream about real life and then I wake up and I live real life. It's fucking exhausting. Thank you. Ugh. That's kind of the worst. There's like no break. You get yeah, no actual rest. I dream all the time and it's always stressful dreams. So it's like my brain, I'm just always anxious all the time, even in my sleep. It's great. I, I have, had... no, go ahead, Cody. I just, I have dreams that like, me and Seth are like young again, like teenagers or early twenties, and like he just suddenly is done with me. And I had a dream. This is great. I had a dream that I was living with Seth at his dad's, and we were younger. And he had me dust, and I had to dust. It was really dusty, and I had to dust everything. So I went to dust his dad's china that he had sitting up. But apparently it was like his great, great, great grandma's 
china that was never ever dusted and it wasn't supposed to be dusted and i dusted it and he didn't want to be with me anymore and he just stopped talking to me and <laughs> sorry we're all laughing at this and so then <laughs> john's dying so sorry so then after that i was sad because seth was like dating other girls and I ended up calling his stepmom and I was like, I miss you all. And I, I, I miss Seth. And she was like, Seth's a completely different person. He's been working out and he's husky now. Husky is something that only husky. Southern moms say. Holy exactly. Lord. Exactly. I haven't heard that term in forever. Exactly. Okay. So, so don't worry, so Cody and Sasha. Tell me what this is about i i can interpret your dreams right now um so shelby harris um psyd whatever that means <laughs> um she says or they they say i don't know shelby could be a boy or a girl's name sorry um that dreams are truly ways for us to consolidate emotions and memories and to figure out what to remember and what to forget so um, I have to remember everything and forget nothing. <laughs> what this means is that because you all do so much, you're trying to remember everything, but you're maybe overwhelming yourself. That's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting. That's what the stars are telling me. Um, uh, Cody, yours is a little um, more particular, though, because the dusting... Uh, causing uh, your partner to leave. Yes. Supposedly. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> sorry. I'm trying. Yeah, uh, if, for those of you that don't know, I use Google for this. <laughs> so. Um, You're ruining the magic. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so. This website says, I'm not going to give credit because you guys can just Google your own. And my credit is the stars. No. Um, so if you're dreaming about your partner leaving you over something trivial, it could mean that you are feeling powerless and have no control over things like finances. Um, and it could leave you feeling frightened of being left with nothing or uh, being left powerless. So it's almost like a back of the mind thing that you're just kind of projecting in your dreams. Like, obviously, no, Seth would not leave you for not dusting. No, but I am. I have, but like, there's a always like feel, feel, feel a fear of, like, something happening to him. And if something happens to him, then I will be left with nothing because, like, we're the same person and we, we accomplish everything together. So, like, mm -hmm. that makes complete sense. Yeah, so it, it's attributed to, like, it starts out with, like, a fear of abandonment, but um, it's also apparently most common with people who struggle from severe anxiety, so. No, that's me. <laughs> okay, Macy? I have a thing. You see me raise my hand? <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, I don't remember the context of these dreams, but it's happened... Uh, I talked about it once in the last time we talked about dreams and then it's happened two other times that in my dream I'll be like uh, like something needs to be quiet or 
like don't don't disrupt John because he's asleep. And then I'm like, I'll roll over actually and be like, oh my God, he's asleep right next to me. And then I'll actually wake up and be like, what the fuck? He was asleep next to me in my dream, but he's asleep next to me in real life. Hmm. So have fun with that. Okay. Basically realizing that you're in, in a dream, in a dream. Oh, okay. Okay. But is the silence like a big thing, like a common theme in them? Like what the context is? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think it's just the okay. realization part that he's actually, like, right next to me. Oh, okay, okay. Because I immediately caught that you were, like, worried about waking people up in your dream. And then, um, let's see. I'm I'm getting answers from the stars. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so this actually might tie in with what I first Googled in the stars. I mean, got from the stars. Um, so having a dream within a dream is an interesting way for your subconscious or unconscious mind to relay certain information to you or represent something to you. Mm -hmm. um, now, you mentioned, like, wanting to be quiet, not to wake John up. Um, so... Um, on a positive note, it could mean that in your dream, you are actually enjoying uh, the peace and stability in your life. And that quietness kind of brings that. Um, so you're trying to kind of cling on to that because that's what you want. Negatively, though. <laughs> a single tear just rolled down my cheek. <laughs> God, oh no. Um, negatively, though. Um, it could mean that you're about to accept a dangerous situation, not necessarily like you're joining the FBI, but that you're embarking on a new or you're trying to embark on something new. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> and you feel totally powerless. Oh, I'm losing my voice. Oh, God. You're feeling totally powerless to change that upcoming event. Hmm. Um, it could also signify that you are pushing away an unexpected failure or loss. Okay. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> You're uh... welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Oh, wow, that's actually super heavy. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, what I like, <laughs> love and hate about this is it's like hilarious to me because I'm Googling just literal. Like, the way I ask the stars is like typing in like what does this mean what does <laughs> in a dream mean so i i've literally been getting like really good ideas while sleeping is that Ooh. like i guess that doesn't mean anything it just means like Ooh, my brain isn't resting now. hold on give me a second i'm getting something oh i'm just impressed i can't hear you typing <laughs> oh no, it's because I'm not typing. I'm asking the stars. Duh. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, wow. Okay. <clears throat> this is kind of interesting because it's something I'm super fascinated about and also very weird because I talked to Seth about this a while ago. Like a way while ago because I haven't lived in that area in five ever. So what you're doing, Sasha is your subconscious is sleep storming and you are entering one state of lucid dreaming what? <gasps> bitch what? how tell me how so dreaming extremely stressed all the time <laughs> <Step> so, <one. laughs> 
a Ridgewood creative arts therapist, uh, Sofia Kishirskaya, ooh, actually, that wasn't too bad, um, say that dreams bypass the logical part of your brain. Um, and so when you dream, you pretty much express yourself visually without filtering it through your logical filter, which I know as one of your oldest friends, maybe not oldest friends, but one of your best friends that you rely on your uh, logicality quite a bit. I don't know if logicality is a word, but boom, the stars. Um, so when you dream, you're expressing whatever is really on your mind, which is why you're having these like epiphanies. Um, because instead of like focusing on all the logistics and the like minuscule details, you're just like, oh, boom, obvious answer in your dream because dreams don't care about logic. Um, also, sleep storming is about being relaxed enough to make those dreamlike connections while at the same time being alert enough to guide your dreams along channels that will be useful to you when you're awake. I'd like to thank my cats for not letting me sleep more than two hours at a time. <laughs> um, keeps me real fucking aware of my surroundings. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it said you were, like, experiencing a type of lucid dreaming, That's which so is crazy because cool. I've tried <laughs> so hard to do that. Well, the answer Cody is... Cody could ask Seth about it. Does Seth have any dreams? Is he with you? I was just going to say that. Um, <gasps> so... A guest appearance? Yeah, a guest appearance. <laughs> I'm living! Oh, Violet, about the dream you had the other night um, from Memo's Porch. No, 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 I'll hear the dream. Yeah. Good. It's, uh, uh, <laughs> was this one where you were like, I thought you left me, and I said I thought I, yes. I was chasing kittens? Yes. I was just up in my uh, grandmother's house next door, and um, I was trying to catch three, or no, 18 little black kittens. That was my dream. They were They were cute. Did you win? I don't remember. I remember trying to catch little kittens, though. Oh, give was, me a second. There was, there was Aunt Kathy was trying to leave. Yeah, Aunt Kathy was trying. Was that the same one where dude was reading, like, James Earl Jones, dude was reading Lord of the Rings? Was that the same night? I'm pretty sure that was the same. <laughs> yeah, it got weird. I can't remember it all, though. I was half asleep when I, you know, remembered it. Ooh, that's going to be fun to peel back, Violet. All right, Seth, don't you worry. I've got you. The stars are giving me an answer. Okay. So the number 13, did you say 13 or 18? 18. Okay, so the number 18 in dreams most commonly uh, refers to your provision or judgment and that you rely on that pretty heavily. So when you're focused on that number, it means you're very, like, how do how do I put this? You're intensifying certain situations by basing that off of your better judgment. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. All right, all right. Now, this is kind of a plot twist. Dreams about kittens may reveal your childish and immature nature. Yeah. Um, and that you're I'm not really that you're not <laughs> that you're not touching into that enough. So your dreams are uh, signifying are putting out there that you need to get more in touch with your immature nature. You're trying to um, say old man, huh? Also, in dreams, I, kittens... I, know, I know that deep inside, you're definitely not. So, I mean, if you feel like one, then maybe she's right. <laughs> Kitten, kittens might also symbolize women in your life. <laughs> okay. He's chasing um, black um, 
kitten women while I'm having dreams that he's leaving me because I dusted wrong. Well, no, no, no. It's symbolized women in your life. So it it uh, could also symbolize um, relying on the strong women in your life and their intuitions, independence, and originality. Alrighty. <laughs> that explains it. That sums it up, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming on to Dreams. Yeah. Murder blows. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually crazy. <laughs> that one was real out there, I gotta admit. Oh, one time he had a dream that this is a long time ago his dad's driveway is a mountain and apparently i left with snoop dog in his purple cadillac <laughs> and i left down seth's dad's driveway which is down a mountain and seth was chasing after me in a canoe that's and not we, efficient bro when we got when we got to the bottom of the driveway Seth was like, that's my girlfriend, Mr. Dog. I love that he called him Mr. Dog. That's so pure and innocent. And or so immature. One Maybe time, <laughs> on Reddit, um, I think Snoop Dogg and was doing like an Ask Me Anything, and Seth like told him about the dream. Well, then like a few days later, Madonna was talking to Snoop Dogg on Reddit and she mentioned something about a canoe and it was just really fucking weird. The whole thing. Is Madonna a dream teller? Um, Apparently. I don't know. Alright. So sorry if I didn't help Seth with his dream. (laughs) Nobody can Um, help Seth. (laughs) (laughs) He just needs to get in touch with his immature side. As he owns a video game store. Not the video game store. All of the time. He's serious. He's serious. Very serious. Oh, whoa. Maybe that was like, do you remember that one Yamakon where he finally got drunk and he was like, let's play board games? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe he. Board game night where everyone just drew dicks and telestrations. Yeah. Except for Seth and I. (laughs) (laughs) Which, what a ragtag combination there. Denver the- and Seth were on a team once and they had to describe a boob job so they they drew a boob with a fedora on its head <laughs> they gave it a briefcase and made it look super important. Perfect. I get it. Make it look All super right. important. Alright, lay these dreams on me. I'm ready. I'm okay, a- that was I'm a, a practice. Fire. That was a practice run. Here we go. This is from our dear, dear friend Jelly. Oh, yes. I'm nervous and excited all in the same breath. Okay, get ready. She says, Okay, so my latest weird dream was that I was at work, but we were outside in a garden instead of the office. Some coworkers were milling about, and when we came across a giant pile of, are you ready? Beetles, centipedes, and millipedes. I told everyone to stay away from them and that they were dangerous. Suddenly, I felt something squishy and bitter in my mouth, and I realized I had a centipede in my mouth. I spit it out, and uh, and it was still wiggling, even though I had accidentally bit it. Oh, jelly. Take that one, Violet. <laughs> Run with that. Bugs in your mouth. <laughs> Bugs in your mouth. Boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. As someone who knows uh, Janelle pretty personally... 
I'm just asking the stars. So, mm-hmm. um, so dreaming about a garden is all about the things in your life that are very important. And the things in that garden represent uh, relationships, dreams, goals, uh, important people. Um, And if there are any plants in that garden that are sickly, it means that something is not right in your life. And you have to target that and figure that out. But since there were a bunch of old buggies, um, I focused mainly on the centipedes because one came out of your mouth. Um, Wow. Uh, remember, jelly is great. Um, I'm not trying to do whatever. I'm just going to talk about it. Um, so dreams of centipedes mean that you are letting your fears get the best of you. Um, that you are, you feel like you're constantly living in fear or creating, uh, the same results into your future. Um, and centipedes can also mean that there are things in your life that you cannot deal with, so you just shut them out. However, if they are on you or inside of your body in any way in your dream, it could mean that you're internalizing it and not expressing that or haven't really focused on that enough to talk about it and uh, deal with it and handle it. Whoa. Whoa. There you go, Jelly. Um, you were ready which... for that. <laughs> yeah. Damn. All right. Don't eat your centipedes. So, don't eat centipedes is what I'm trying to say. Um, hold on, though. Uh, there is one more thing I want to look, look up. Um, oh. Hmm. Okay, so also the beetles called out to me because they're like a really different type of bug from the centipedes and millipedes. Um, and they can represent um, protection or raising standards for yourself and others around you um, that either you feel like other people can't live up to. Um, it can also uh, symbolize a future of being uh, well off materially, uh, which I don't know if she wants us telling us, but she just got a raise. Wow. Oh, congrats. Maybe like the Beatles were like, don't worry, bro. You're going to get a raise. I know this shit is intense. Don't eat the centipedes. Eat me. Eat me. Eat the Beatles. Beetlejuice. Save me three times. Save me three times. Beetle breakfast. Um, (laughs) uh, So that is what I'm interpreting from Magical Goo Jelly's dreams is that She's got some heavy life stuff going on. <laughs> I'm into it, but also nervous for her. Maybe we should give her a care package. That's okay. We're here for you, friend. <laughs> We're here for you. We are the exterminators of cent- dream centipedes. Dreamapedes. You're welcome. Uh, we don't have to do anything with that. You can cut that out <laughs> if you want to, actually. Okay, ready for the next one. I'm ready. Lay it on me. Okay, these are from our dear friend Allie. Um, so she says, What up, y'all? I heard on the pod that you wanted some dreams sent your way, so here's a couple that have stuck with me over the years. Uh number one, I often had night terrors as a kid, which wasn't which uh result in me running around the kitchen at odd hours of the night, sometimes screaming and running. 
I would wake up in the kitchen floor the next morning, but one time I woke up in the bathroom. So that was in real life. She says, in my dream, I was waking up from a nap and I rubbed my eyes. I walked out of my room and to my bathroom, stepped up on the stepping stool to brush my teeth, and then I noticed my left eye was bloodshot. I leaned into the mirror and looked into my eye, and that's when I pulled the bottom lash line down. Uh, blood and spiders burst out of my eye, and I remember stumbling off the steps, holding my bloody eye and falling. When that happened, I woke up screaming in the bathroom uh, with all the lights on in the house. It was 2.11 a.m. I was around five or six when I dreamed that. Not sure why, but even creepier was that all the lights were on and I wasn't tall enough yet to reach them. Ew, I got chills. I don't like that one. Oh, hell no. <laughs> okay. So, um, hold on. There is one thing I wanted to look up. I mean, Spiders I asked the stars. To 11? Why is my house possessed? <laughs> I'm not tall enough to reach the lights, but they were on. Maybe she just didn't know her limitations. <laughs> mm, okay. This is definitely an odd thing. Um, so waking up from a nap in your dream uh, can symbolize uh, that you're trying to gain freedom or escape. It could be from, obviously, if you were that young, maybe... Uh, your school life or from maybe an intense family situation that you didn't realize was going on. I don't know. Um, I know you pretty well, but not, not pretty well, but like, I, I don't know you that well. Um, also this is pretty wow. Crazy. Um, so when you have like bloodshot eyes in a dream, it can symbolize, um, a negative outlook on, a bad situation or people with bad intentions or it could literally mean that you are wondering why you're losing sleep i don't know how you're feeling about that when you were uh five um <laughs> but it's a little heavy for a five-year-old i'll admit um let's see and then there's one more thing five-year-old alley dreams um hmm, yes uh this seems very odd but like i said i don't know five i don't know your childhood but it says um that a lot of times when you see a mass amount of insects in your dream jelly this can also go to you um that negative feelings haunt you um Especially when you see uh, bugs in large numbers, it's often a symbol of negative thoughts or guilt or anxiety, um, or more metaphorically, crawls through your unconscious mind. Honey, okay, <laughs> you know I was I was four and I was stressed, and Allie was five or six and she was stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, um, and short apparently. Yes so wow <laughs> okay dreams are wild or yeah. it could have meant that you were five and scared of bugs i don't know <laughs> right been... all right you ready for the next one? Oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah this is the last one i have i don't know if anybody has any more from anywhere else uh it says this second dream is the one that i was sort of telling Maisie about this dream is still so vivid to me like i could walk you through the house that i was protecting the kids in 
This dream <laughs> starts out with me babysitting. A boy and a girl, both around 5 to 10. Uh, starting to get dark, and that's when I decided to start closing the blinds because I don't want anyone peeking in. Valid. Uh, the kids are eating dinner, and I'm uh, about done covering the blinds when I noticed a man standing outside. That was in Cody's dream. The last time. Uh, mm-hmm. Just standing. Not doing anything. Didn't even look like he was breathing. He's the Mothman. <laughs> that's when he looked up. Uh, and terror filled my veins. Oh, get it. She's a writer. Uh, in the dream, I had finished with the blinds and tried to act calm around the kids. I grabbed both of their hands, trying to lead them upstairs. When the doorknob rattled, in the dream, we we appeared in the closet. I'm shoving as much as I can in front of the door to put some distance between us and him. The kids are both screaming and crying. I have them both behind me, and that's when I see his eye. It was black. There was nothing there. Terror was all I felt. The kids screaming in my ears was the last thing I remember. I woke up standing in my bedroom window crying. Had to use my inhaler to calm down. The time was 2.20 a.m. That was my last night, Terror, to date. I hate it. My mouth is open. I haven't had any night terrors since I've moved out of my parents' house. Now I just have normal nightmares. Ha ha. Hope this helps with the dream reading, Alyssa. <laughs> ha ha. Ha ha. <laughs> ha ha, NBD. Honey. I just sleepwalk. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to have nightmares now. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and get this part uh, over with because, uh, so you. Allie, you said when the man, uh, when you saw the man in your dream, he had like blackened out eyes, correct? Just one eye. But yeah. Oh, just one eye. Ooh. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> that changes it. <laughs> so I tried to Google that and it just sent me to possession websites. No. No. <laughs> that um, man might have been possessed. Because even in your dreams, when you see, um, Anything with, like, blackened-out eyes, most commonly. Uh, it means that there's an invasion in your mind trying to happen. <gasps> no! Oh. I mean, theoretically. Theoretically. Um, the stars. However, <laughs> yeah, the stars say theoretically. They're not, uh, yeah. Um, the stars so that... are not medical professionals. So I'm not saying that because these night terrors stopped when you moved that that house is haunted, but maybe if That's you want said. to send someone in there to maybe do a blessing, throw some sage down. Send Eric um, Dale on the Ouija board. <laughs> send some crazy kids with a Ouija in there. Um, maybe not a bad idea. However, um protecting children on a lighter note protecting children in a dream whether you know them or not um means that you're protecting your inner child and that you need to grow and be nurtured because you felt or have felt like you have taken care of yourself and you had to grow up really fast um so when you're protecting a child or a group of children in your dream you're protecting your innocence um, if there's multiple children, it could be like you and your friends if you guys went through something or something similar. Um, also, um, if you're separated from those children during the event, um, it can symbolize setbacks uh, you will have with an ideal later in life. Um, so here, uh, Allie, 
your old house was haunted and you we'll need to treat yourself. Your <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's what the stars slash the Google stars are telling me. Um, there was something else in that dream, though, that like really caught out to me. I think uh, the putting the stuff as a barrier, maybe. What stuff did? It was like, I don't know, she just said she was trying to put stuff in front of the closet door. The doorknob rattled. <laughs> they, like, they just appeared to be in the closet. Um, she was shoving stuff in front of the door. She was oh. in front of the kids. So, creating a barrier um, between two things um, means that you are trying to uh, overcome an obstacle as soon as possible. So maybe there was something in your life at that point that you were trying to deal with or battle. Um, it also uh, signifies your vulnerability to others and that sometimes you find it difficult to communicate and to approach other people. Especially if they attack in you in the closet. Yeah, especially if they're ghosts. <laughs> wow. Um... So yeah, that is what the Google stars have to say. Allie, those are heavy. Um, there was another thing too about reoccurring dreams, but I feel like it's pretty redundant and says that it's something, it's a battle that you struggle with currently to this day. Um, mm. so if you still have them, maybe think about it. If you don't, your house was haunted. You were scared of ghosts. That's it. Maybe you were... If Allie was possessed as a child, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I... Well... <laughs> Do you have any memories of, like, climbing on walls? Uh, <laughs> Speaking of German when you've never taken a German lesson in your life? <laughs> That's so crazy that you bring that up. Because today I was going through my Google Docs, and I read my old case of Annalise Michelle. Yeah, you did. Who read German? That's yeah, really bonkers. Yeah. I love it and I hate it. Um, right Allie, back. we love you. We do. <laughs> I, I just really. I just realized that we went on a, a health tangent when we were talking about the sweet and scrunchy scrub and never finished our our thoughts there. Finally oh, really? That the sweet and salty scrub helps treat her heat rash. And also, oh. again, not a medical professional, but you know, I think exfoliating is good for your body. You can accomplish that with Blank Slate Labs products. Yeah, no, exfoliating's got to do good things for you. So definitely get you some sweet and salty scrub. I used to use it before and after I shaved, but now I just do it after. Um, I like the oils to sit into my skin without shaving them off. You know, it's good. It feels good. Um, as a heavily tattooed person, keeping my skin moisturized is fucking critical to keeping these lines crispy and i paid a lot for them <laughs> so, crispy yes crispy lines uh bright colors um so i exfoliate gently and moisturize well thanks to sweet and salty scrub from blank slate labs the code murder blood blows will get you 15 percent off all that information's down in the like information section of this podcast Woo. Oh. and I also Yes. My face moisturized at night with what do you Canadian use? conditioning cream. Oh, girl. It smells good. And it makes me think sleepy thoughts. So I put it on my face and then I sleep. And it's great. 
Uh, I think it was originally designed to be used for hair, specifically facial hair. And theoretically, I am using it for that purpose. But all the ingredients you can pronounce, and so for the most part, it's okay to use on your face. We have, I do the same thing. I haven't had any conflicts, and I got eczema and hella sensitive skin. So nice. it's not I... for directly your face, but it's also not not for directly your face. Condition what you want to condition. That's true. Um, condition I your have... elbows. I bet your elbows are neglected. No, use scruffy hands on your elbows. <gasps> and, <Yeah>. then, <laughs> and, and then... And then conditioning cream. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yes. now we're on to something. Get all these products and more. ArcadianGrooming.com, Arcadian Official on Instagram. Correct. Code MurderBlows, one word, all lowercase. We'll get you 15% off there as well. Woo! Okay, I have a challenge for you guys now. Okay. That's right. Get your keyboards ready. I want you guys to ask the Google stars about my dream. Because <gasps> oh. I've got a mechanical keyboard and it's loud. Shit. I like the keyboard to the stars noises. Oh, God, I have so many hot toddies what in my you, body right now. What do you Google? Okay. How do we start this process? Literally, when I talk to the Google stars, I just <laughs> Google things that pop out to me in people's dreams. <laughs> Cody, unmute it to laugh in my face. (laughs) Um, uh, I unmuted, so I literally just... (laughs) Okay, so I just googled things that spoke out to me and put dreams meaning. Oh, I just put what does mean in dreams. I'm ready. Yeah, precisely. Okay, so... And I'm not going to get into my weird night terrors. Allie, bless you for getting into your night terrors, but mine are so intense. Not that those weren't. Um, I just don't like to talk about them. Um, okay, so I'm going to tell you guys about a dream I had, and you guys are going to interpret it for me uh, through the Google stars. Okay. So, I have not a reoccurring dream. It changes sometimes um, that I am a big house but i don't know the house it's very unfamiliar to me um no one is there but i feel that like crawling feeling that you get when you're being watched um and i feel very uncomfortable by it i love that i can hear just keyboards (laughs) (laughs) um i feel very uncomfortable by this feeling um and Sasha sounds like she's beating it. <laughs> I know, but mine is just like I love it. Like, it sounds like Sasha is the narrator. Like this is stranger than fiction, starring Will Ferrell, and she's Ooh. just like like narrating my life. Um, All right, I will so unmute my 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 audio so that way you guys can hear it in the podcast. There we go. Um, so I I don't hear a noise but i react to what i assume is a noise uh up the stairs and i slowly go up those stairs and when i reach the top of them i hear crying i can't distinguish what type of crying sound like maybe an animal uh i don't think it's human though it sounds very odd um and 
for some reason, that crying noise causes me to drop to my knees and cry. And then um, a man in a dress comes up behind me and slits my throat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> field. A man in a dress, you said? Yeah. Okay, well, okay. who did the beginning? What kind of dress? It was just like pink, okay. very like basic, like so. It's like a woman's dress. It's not yeah, like one hundred. Okay. It's not like a man's long shirt that you see or, on or like an eighteenth century thing. No, it's just like not eleven from Stranger Things season one dress tier, but very close. Like just pink in there. Okay, well, crying dreams of crying can seem to be entirely negative. However. Crying dreams may reveal feelings you did not even know existed, and this is a positive thing. If you were unable to stop yourself from crying in the dream, it shows that you are feeling helpless and sad about something. I like this one. To dream that you are afraid indicates that you're feeling anger and waking life. Wait, feeling <laughs> anger and what? In your awake life. This could be due to a lack of control over a situation. I like that feeling scared just means I'm angry. <laughs> That's my it's default. Fitting. Um, so I looked up uh, a big house meaning in a dream. Literally, that's what I typed in. Big uh, house meaning dream. The house represents the self often... Uh, the reflection of the house in your dream are your thoughts regarding the size. If the house is too small to get into your dream, it indicates you how you feel about yourself. So, and then I did being watched can represent a feeling of self-consciousness and awareness of fear or being observed by others or a heightened concern about others' opinions or motives somehow in your life. Whoa. A house that is too big may also reflect feelings of overwhelmingness regarding the need to grow and develop further. Okay, well, wait. Stairs. This dream means that you are moving forward and you feel ready to make success. Dreaming of climbing a set of stairs are always a good omen. If you have seen in your dream that you were climbing a set of stairs, it means you have decided to put effort in order to achieve your goals. Whoa. So I'm scared stabbing in a dream is associated with betrayal and fear if you stab someone in your dream this could refer to your need for protection against the hostility of others being stabbed means you might have an unpleasant experience using a dagger to stab someone refers to aggressiveness and immature sexuality Question mark? <laughs> yeah. You'll admit, that one threw a real curveball at me. There uh, is something in the dreamer. Slip my throat. There's something in the dreamer's waking life that he she says he, I'm going to put an or she needs oh, thank to you. cut out or get rid of. It may be the <gasps> needs a needs an end to a certain relationship. A knife is symbolic of a piercing mind and intellect, of sharp and able to cut through objects. That's pretty crazy. For the record, it's not my relationship with my boyfriend. That is actually going surprisingly really well for me. 
However, <laughs> there are some relationships in my life right now that, wow, that, um, all right, cool, tight. Wait, one more thing. The fact that your house is strange, uh, it could mean that your dream is drawing attention to the fact that there are unseen and unexplored parts of yourself that you don't know very well, or perhaps something about your life is changing so dramatically you no longer recognize it. It <gasps> might symbolize a disconnect between who you are and who you think you are. Did I not just post a tweet today about how I don't feel like I fit into things that I once Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow see how does this shoe fit it sucks I meant, how does it feel <laughs> <laughs> this shoe feels like it sucks <laughs> but we literally asked for it yes. yeah i was literally like oh this will be fun maybe they'll be like oh your house is haunted nope i mean my dreams are so intense that like i think about them all day anyway so same for me I don't know. This yep. time was fun for me. I agree. As terrifying as it was, um, don't worry. I'm terrified with you. The the one I'm most terrified about is I just feel like I need to go perform an exorcism on Allie's house. <laughs> yeah, in Child Alley. She doesn't live there anymore. Does anyone Adios. she knows live there? Because mm, I think so, but that's I don't okay. want her to go back to that house. If they don't listen to the podcast, then that's their loss. <laughs> she doesn't have to go back. <gasps> Cute. Okay, fun. Well, if you have a terrifying dream or a super fun one, like getting tattooed by Jeffrey Star and Nate, send us your emails. <laughs> Murderblows at gmail.com. You can also slide into our DMs on twitter at murder Bless, or on instagram at murder Bless. um on instagram if we don't mutual it goes into this really weird folder so if we don't respond just like keep bugging us or try the email it's great we'll don't see worry. for sure i get super paranoid on the instagram and i check them so if you're creepy i won't answer but if you sound all right i'll answer no oh, i feel like this is the best place to tell you guys about my recent dms <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> send us in your murders. Well, if you have fun DMs or fun dreams, you know where to send them. Thank you so much for listening to Murder Bless. Check out Blake's Late Labs and ArcadianGrooming.com. Get 50% off at Murder Blows. Thanks. Bye. 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 Adios. oh oh my god oh my god oh that was the scariest thing i never want to see it again holy sh am i seeing things what happened okay. okay did you leave the room Maisie? yes i did oh my god okay so your computer froze with you like standing in the hallway <laughs> and it froze and i was like so sasha goes i think Maisie knows and it just looked like you were fucking standing there like a ghost <laughs> And I was like, oh, and then it stopped, and then, like I said, it was just frozen, and then when it picked back up, you had your headphones on, and we're just sitting there, and I was like, oh, Ew. my god. <laughs> Sorry technology did that to you. I gave my dog a bone, like an actual wow. bone from the butcher shop, and then I heard her go, <clears throat> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs>